What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 57 for the week of February 19th, 2023. I am your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, Disney Plus has announced what's coming to the streaming service in March 2023. Hulu's also announced everything coming to their service next month. And get this, Disney is reportedly putting the brakes on Marvel uh, Disney Plus series. Uh, we're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment, where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include the documentary J-Hope in the Box and season one of Mila in the Multiverse. And a new episode is also available for season two of Star Wars The Bad Batch. On Hulu in the U.S. and Disney Plus in Canada, the third and final season of Wu-Tang and American Saga has started streaming. Uh, later in this episode, we're going to give a review of uh, Fleischman is in Trouble, and you can watch that uh, on Hulu in the U.S. and Disney Plus in, the, in Canada and Australia, but that's going to be coming uh, to U.K. on February 22nd. So a really good series, and I can't wait to talk about that one a little bit later. But up first... Disney Plus has announced what's coming to the streaming service in March 2023. And Michelle, uh, what are the highlights of this? Because there's some good stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So highlights include the premieres of season three of The Mandalorian on the 1st, Chang Can Dunk on the 10th, season two of Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts on the 15th, the music docu-special Bono and the Edge, a sort of homecoming with Dave Letterman on the 17th, and all episodes of season two of Doogie Kamaloha, MD, on the 31st. And then, so that's just general Disney Plus. In the U.S., seasons one through four of Doogie Howser, MD, starring NPH, also known as Neil Patrick nice. Harris, is coming on March 15th. National Geographic's Restaurants Around the World is coming on March 22nd. The first six episodes of the Disney Channel series Saturdays, released on March 25th. Secrets of Sulphur Springs, Season 3, debuts on March 25th. The teen romantic comedy Prom Pact, starring Peyton Elizabeth Lee and Milo Mannheim, on March 31st. On Disney Plus in the United Kingdom, the first 10 episodes from Season 2 of Abbott Elementary debut on March 1st. Empire of Light comes on March 1st also. The documentary film Finding Michael debuts on March 3rd. The Onyx Collective series Unprisoned, season one, starring Carrie Washington on March 10th. The movie Boston Strangler on March 17th. Seasons one through three of Arrested Development on March 22nd. The new musical series Up Here on March 24th. And FX's Kindred on March 29th. On Disney Plus in Canada, Finding Michael on March 3rd. Also on March 3rd, Schoolhouse Rock, 50th Anniversary, Sing Along. On March 6th, History of the World, Part 2, 
that will debut with the first two episodes, with uh, two new episodes released every night for four nights. Unprisoned, season one on March 10th. Uh, Doogie Hauser with Neil Patrick Harris, seasons one through four on March 15th. Boston Strangler on March 17th. Grownish, season five on March 22nd. Up Here on March 24th. Rap Caviar Presents on March 30th. Prom Pact on March 31st. And also on March 31st, uh, the movie from Searchlight Pictures, Ry Lane. So two things really stand out for me there. Uh, the the original uh, Doogie Howser yeah. MDs. I, I'm curious because it's been so long since I've seen those, uh, how they're going to hold up because I, I loved, loved, loved that show when I was a kid. I, I, I just, I... I watch that every single week. So like really, I want to see how those hold up. And then also the, that, uh, you two special, because, uh, I've always liked you two. And, uh, I, what they were like kind of, um, re-recording or reimagining some mm-hmm. of their, their, uh, hit songs. So I'm curious to see, uh, what that's got in store for us. So anyway, a lot of good stuff coming, uh, in March. So be sure to check out some of that stuff, uh, up, Next, though, Hulu has announced everything that's coming over to their streaming service next month. So what are the highlights uh, for Hulu? Yeah, on Hulu, uh, the dark comedy film Triangle of Sadness debuts on March 3rd. So this is like an indie film. And a friend of mine just saw it and she said it was really good. And do you know what the Triangle of Sadness is? Uh, the area between my podcast studio, my bedroom, and my bathroom. <laughs> You're close. So oh. it's like above your nose, like when you squint, and oh, those yeah, 11 that. lines, and yeah, it kind yeah, of makes okay. a triangle. That's your triangle of sadness. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, History of the World Part 2 uh, debuts on March 6th with the first two episodes again. Two new episodes releasing every night for four nights. Onyx Collective's uh, Unprisoned, uh, uh, Season 1 on March 10th. 20th Century Studios, Boston Stringler on March 17th. The Lesson is Murder, the complete docuseries from ABC News Studios on March 23rd. The musical series up here on March 24th. FX's Great Expectations will have a two-episode premiere on March 26th. Rap Caviar Presents, the complete season one on March 30th. And Searchlight Pictures, Rye Lane on March 31st. Very good. A lot of good stuff coming to Hulu. Now, uh, this this next little bit of uh, news, it kind of doesn't surprise me, but at the same time, it also like makes me kind of wonder what's going on, really. Uh, but Disney's reportedly putting the brakes on uh, any uh, Marvel Disney Plus series uh, or new ones. Or w- w- What's the story there? Yeah, so the, this comes from The Hollywood Reporter, and they're saying that uh, Disney is putting the brakes on the output of some of its biggest franchises and brands, Following Bob Iger's February 8th comments that the company needs to be better at curating uh, franchise content that's, you know, really expensive. And he also said that they want to see quality on the screen, but they have to look at what it costs them. So Makes sense. Um, Marvel CEO Kevin Fahey recently backed up these claims in an interview with Entertainment Weekly. He said the pace at which we're putting out the Disney Plus shows will change, noting that there would be fewer shows that are more spaced out. So um, they also, if you remember back in July, uh, during San Diego Comic-Con, they announced five Marvel Disney Plus originals that were going to release in 2023. Those included What If Season 2, Echo, Loki Season 2, Ironheart, and Agatha Coven of Chaos. 
Now the Hollywood Reporter is saying that Loki season two and Secret Invasion are the only sure bets to debut this year. So uh, those other projects might be pushed off more into the future. Um, also, there was uh, a Nova show in development. Uh-huh. We, were, we weren't sure if that was a series or a special presentation. But now they're saying that's on a slower path as well. So, so, so I mean, Disney Plus is still kind of a, I mean, it's a relatively young service. And initially, it felt like we were getting, you know, one new series. And as soon as it ended, we were getting a new one starting like, you know, the next week or something. So I, I could see them slowing down on that a little bit because initially they, they had to pump out the pump out the content consistently so that, you know, because they're trying to to get subscribers they're trying to get their hooks into you for that so that kind of makes sense and then also just uh you know the whole financial thing with what's going on with, mm-hmm. with, with disney I, I could see the you know they're not they're not just you know gonna pump out millions and millions of dollars into all of these shows and, and i guess ultimately quality over quantity at this point uh because that's really what's most important is that right. you're putting out something that people actually want to watch uh but it does i i hope it doesn't make uh or i hope it ultimately doesn't uh you know end up with not getting some of the uh, other stuff that we we had been getting like some of those marvel like kind of like special presentations or whatever like because mm-hmm. a lot of those turn out to be really good i i've I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I, as long as what they do give us is is good quality, then I I, I can get I I can make peace with that. I guess, but uh, just kind of a kind of a woe moment uh, because we've just been so used to, you know, full speed ahead on everything Disney Plus uh, since its inception. So anyway, that is it for our top news stories. As a reminder, you can find links to all of these articles and everything else that we're going to talk about today on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. And go ahead, and Michelle, it's time for the News Blast segment. So we got about 10 minutes for that before we're into that review on Fleischman is in Trouble. So go ahead and go first. ESPN, Disney Channel, and the NHL are teaming up to bring fans the NHL Big City Greens Classic, the first ever live animated NHL game telecast featuring the Washington Capitals versus New York Rangers on March 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The alternate presentation of the Capitals-Rangers game will feature live, real-time animation of players and teams modeled after characters on Disney-branded television Emmy. Weird. Right, really weird. Uh, For uh, Disney-branded television Emmy Award-winning animated comedy Big City Greens, ESPN Plus, Disney Channel, Disney XD, and Disney Plus will present the live animated telecast while the main telecast will be available on ESPN and ESPN Plus. It's pretty cool. Not the biggest uh, hockey fan, but I kind of want to check that out and see what that's all about. Uh, Disney has announced that the first two episodes of National Geographic's A Small Light will premiere on National Geographic Channel in the U.S. on Monday, May 1st, 2023 at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. The episodes will then release on Disney Plus in the United States, U.K., and Ireland the following day. 
New episodes will release every Monday after the premiere and stream on Disney Plus the next day. Currently, it's unclear whether Disney Plus and other countries will follow the same release schedule. Uh, the powerful eight-episode limited series tells the remarkable story of 20-something secretary Miep Giz, uh, who didn't hesitate when her boss, Otto Frank, uh, played by Liev Schreiber, uh, asked her to hide him and his family from the Nazis during World War II. For the next two years, Miep, uh, her husband Jan, and several other everyday heroes watched over the eight souls hiding in the secret annex. It was Miep who found Anne's diary and preserved it so that she and Otto could later share it with the world the series title comes from something Gies said later in her life. I don't like being called a hero because no one should ever think that you have to be special to help others, even an ordinary secretary or other or a housewife or a teenager can turn on a small light in a dark room. That's obviously like the diary of Anne Frank's uh, mm -hmm. story. So that could be very, uh, very good. The highly anticipated live-action series, The Muppets Mayhem, will be coming Yay! to Disney Plus in early May. So the news was uh, revealed by the show's creator, Adam F. Goldberg. Uh, he took to social media and said it will be out in early May. He said he just finished the finale, and he's so proud of this show. Uh, if you're not familiar, The Muppets Mayhem stars Lily Singh, uh, Taj Bowery, uh, Sarah Chaudhary, and Anders Holm. Uh, the comedy series follows the Electric Mayhem Band, Dr. Teeth on vocals and keyboards, Animal on drums, Lloyd Pepper on vocals and bass, and then Janice on vocals and lead guitar, Zoo on saxophone and Lips on trumpet, on an epic music-filled journey to, fill, uh, to record their first ever studio album. With the help of a German young music executive, Noor Gibbs, who is played by Sing, the old-school Muppet Band comes face-to-face -face with the current-day music scene as they try to finally go platinum. That's on my to-do list. Uh, Disney debuted a new trailer for Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 during the Super Bowl last Sunday night, and it reached an impressive amount of views within 24 hours. According to Deadline, the trailer received 134.1 million views across TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook within 24 hours. Uh, these stats were measured by social media, social media analytics Corp Relish Mix in their annual survey of the most watched Super Bowl movie trailers. Relish Mix also reported that James Gunn directed a threequel is the most watched Super Bowl movie trailer in post big game day traffic. Uh, last year, Marvel Studios trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, did an impressive but uh, much less a 93.1 million views within that same time frame. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is my most anticipated Me Marvel too. Marvel thing, Marvel Universe, uh, you know, upcoming thing, uh, probably since Endgame. I, I love the Bring Guardians a box of, of the tissues is supposed to be emotional. But we've got the trailer and the IMAX trailer up on the website if you want to take yeah, it. Yeah, well, make sure you watch that trailer. It's really, really good. So Disney has delayed the theatrical release of Marvel Studios' The Marvels to November 10th, 2023, the film was previously set to release on July 28th. Um, so they also debuted a new poster, which we have up on the website. But the Marvels will see the return of Brie Larson's Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. And will also feature appearances from Ayman Vellani's Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Um, and also we should see Monica Rambeau in the new movie. 
Nice. I'm looking forward to that. I uh, was a big fan of Miss Marvel, so uh, that will be a good movie. Uh, Emma Corrin has joined the cast of Disney and Marvel's uh, Deadpool 3, which is going to release in theaters uh, November 8th, 2024. This news was shared on social media by the film's star, Ryan Reynolds, uh, and we've got a link to that post on our website. Uh, Corinne is best known for starring in The Crown, Pennyworth, and the upcoming FX limited series Retreat. Not much is known about this third film, although uh, Hugh Jackman has been confirmed to return as Wolverine, and Sean Levy's going to direct this. The Star Wars channel has officially launched on TikTok. Go ahead and follow Star Wars on TikTok for all the latest news, reveals, and surprises. That was very short, and I was not quite ready, but uh, Disney's upcoming Haunted Mansion live-action movie has now been uh, moved to July 28, 2023. This was originally going to release in theaters on August 11th. Uh, Haunted Mansion takes over the Marvel's release date, which has now been pushed to November 10th. Uh, Walt Disney Pictures' The Haunted Mansion is based on Disney's classic theme parks attraction and stars a star-studded ensemble cast that includes Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, and Chase Dillon. It has also been reported that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to play Madame Leota, and Jared Leto is supposedly going to play Alistair Crump slash the Hatbox Ghost. Additionally, Winona Ryder, Dan Levy, and Hassan Minaj will also appear in the movie. I have been like craving a good haunted mansion movie. I think my entire life because <laughs> it is one of the best attractions in the Disney parks. And it's just, it's just ripe for a good movie yeah. to take advantage of that, uh, that source material. So hopefully this turns out to be something good. So last week it was reported by the Midgard times that Zach Galifianakis had joined Disney's live action remake of Lilo and Stitch and the Hollywood Reporter just recently confirmed that that is true, um, that Galifianakis had closed a deal, but his character details are being kept under wraps. So the remake is said to follow the same story as the 2002 animated film. Uh, Dean Flesher Camp, the filmmaker behind Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, will direct the movie on a screenplay written by uh, Mike Van Wess. And the film is currently prepping to begin production on Oahu, uh, Hawaii, and will release on May 10th, 2024. I love Zach Galifianakis. He's hilarious. Um, Last October, it was announced that Damon Lindelof uh, is developing a new Star Wars movie for Lucasfilm. Lindelof will co-write the new movie along with Justin Britt Gibson, Plot details for the new film are being kept under wraps. However, it will be set after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. The film is not a continuation of the Skywalker saga, but could feature characters who were introduced in that sequel trilogy. And according to a new rumor, Yahya Abdul-Mateen has been tapped as one of the leads in the upcoming film. Uh, This news comes from scooper Jeff Snyder in the latest episode of the Hot Mike podcast. We've got a link to his uh, full... Uh, comment on this on our website, which you can uh, take a look at. Uh, Abdul Mateen is best known in the superhero sphere for his work on HBO's Watchmen, having won his first Emmy in 2020 for his turn as Cal Abar. Uh, 
Dr. Manhattan in the show based on the DC comics from Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore. The actor first tied himself to DC in 2018's Aquaman and will reprise his role as David Kane, a.k.a. Black Manta, in the sequel Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which is slated for release uh, December 25th, 2023. Uh, this actor has also been tapped for a lead role in Marvel's upcoming Wonder Man live-action Disney Plus series. Uh, since that's just kind of all a, a, a rumor for now, we will treat it as such. But uh, if you read um, read that statement uh, from Jeff Snyder, it kind of he really puts the pieces together, so it, it makes a lot of sense that this could be happening. And that does it for our news this week. Um, it's review time, Michelle. As promised, Fleischman is in trouble. Uh, this has released already on hulu in the u.s and canada and all that right in so, australia all eight episodes are available now so um if you haven't watched this series um and, and you don't want any like kind of spoilers or anything you know definitely uh you know we'll see you next time but uh this is a show that uh we we watched the entire series we took a little bit of a break i think in between a few of the episodes just because other things got in the way but uh one of those series that I probably would have missed had it not been for you, Michelle, uh, and not something that I really, going into, thought that I would end up uh, being so enamored with as I as I ended up being. Uh, I guess give us a, give us the rundown, okay. Michelle, of what is this about? I know it's based on a book. It is. And anyone that knows me knows that I I can't read, so um, that's out of the question. So good thing there, there's a series to watch. Uh, what is what is it based on? Tell me about that. So Fleischman is in trouble. Is the story of recently divorced forty one year old Toby Fleischman, who is played by Jesse Eisenberg, who dives into the brave new world of app based dating with the kind of success he never had dating in his youth before he got married at the tail end of medical school. But just at the start of his first summer of sexual freedom, his ex-wife, Rachel, who is played by Claire Danes, disappears, leaving him with 11-year-old Hannah and 9-year-old Sully, and no hint of where she is or whether she plans to return. As he balances parenting, the return of old friends Libby, played by Lizzie Kaplan, and Seth, played by Adam Brody, a potential promotion at the hospital that is a long time coming, and all the eligible women that Manhattan has to offer, he realizes that he'll never be able to figure out what happened to Rachel until he can finally face what happened to their marriage in their first place. So as you said, like that you had become enamored with this series, and that's a good way to put it. it yeah, It's it, a it, slow burn, I kind of feel like at first. For sure, it's a slow burn, and... There were times initially while I was watching it in the first episode or so that I honestly felt a little bit kind of like I like I mentioned, I, I was thinking to myself, well, this isn't really for me. Like I just I I don't know, but like I, I just wasn't hooked initially for it. All the performances, all the actors, and I'm sure Michelle you'll get into this, are Top notch. The actors, Claire Danes, Jesse Eisenberg, they, they were phenomenal in their roles. Um, but it, it didn't initially hook me, but 
there was something about it that made me want to continue going mm-hmm. back to it. And it, it just had a pull. Like, And I think that maybe like ultimately it was because it felt so like authentic and real. Like these are stories happening to people that feel like it could be you or, 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 or someone you know. Or like there, there, there's just something very, a unique realness to it, to it for me that, that I really like started to identify with and that brought me back and probably by like this like second third episode I was really like wanting to know what happened there's there's a like kind of a sadness to it there's a like throughout the progression of the story you kind of are like almost left like wondering who is who who is this series really about is is it about like is is it the missing wife is it the the recently divorced husband is it his friend like it, it the way it interweaves and like kind of takes the the focus onto these different characters it was really really interesting to me and that's what like kind of kept me enamored with it once it got its got its claws into me well it is very character driven there's yeah. not so much of a main plot storyline going through it as more of it's about the characters themselves these these they're very complex characters and like the an, relationships between them. Like, like initially you think like this is a story about a guy who is recently divorced. Like almost like wife. a mystery trying to find his wife. But. Yeah. Like it, it kind of feels like that's the main story story arc is that. But it, it, the way it weaves together and, and pulls all these different characters and, and shows their uh, – kind of backstories it shows uh you know their their struggles like what makes them uh what makes them them in in the series like they're it, it, it just the the way it kind of weaves back and forth between all this to kind of give you a full picture of, of who these people are it, it was really masterfully done i agree with you um and lizzie kaplan she narrates the whole thing mm-hmm. I think she did such an amazing job. And as I was like listening to her like narrate, it almost sounded like you were listening to like a true crime uh, podcast or something. The way she did it, she did it so well. Um, Christian Slater is also in this. He did a great performance. So he doesn't have like a huge main role, but he he is in it for like an episode or two. Uh, Josh Radner, he plays uh, Lizzie Kaplan's husband. Uh, Great performance by him as well. Uh, the performances, like you said, are just stellar in this uh, and uh, just really complex. And we know Claire Danes can do these great oh complex characters. And she just, Every- I don't know how she does it. She just delivers uh, these performances with. Everyone, everyone, like you said, is, or like I said, and you said, and like they do a phenomenal job. They they really lend a, an amazing authenticity to these characters. Uh, but Claire Danes, especially. Uh, the segments focused on her and without spoiling anything, you know, what led to her disappearance uh, from her, from her ex-husband and her children's lives. Like that portrayal uh, was unbelievable, really. Like, I mean, few, if any, could pull off uh, what she did in that. It absolutely an 11 out of 10 on her performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, in those in those episodes or in in those scenes like she's just something else really uh so i mean like the story kind of meanders as it goes through and like kind of goes back and forth between all these characters but ultimately 
I loved how it ended. I loved what they came up with at the end. Uh, episode five, it was uh, titled Vanta Black. Yeah. And that was probably my favorite episode. And it actually kind of meant more when you explained what Vanta Black really was, because I actually never heard of that before. And they do. Vanta it Black, if you do not know, is a, it, it's like a lab, like scientifically created shade of black that is the blackest of black to where like you, you, there's no, just no light is capable of like reflecting off it or like, Basically, you can see if something is in Vanta Black, if it is a three-dimensional object and you're looking straight on into it, you can't see any of the the geometry of of what it is because it's just it's that black. It's like really the like government had like or has used this. Yeah. Right. And it, and it's illegal for other people to use like this, right? Like yeah, it's it, like it, it, it's it's like a, a, a lab derived color yeah. that it, it's it, and and the way that they incorporate that into uh, just the, the story and, it's, and these characters. It was fascinating it's how they really, really well yeah. done. So um, um, go ahead. You, 8.5. 8.5. Um, I'm, I'm right there uh, with you I, as a whole. Uh, I, I'll give this an 8.5 as well. Uh, really, really great. Uh, I, a little bit of a, you know, not a 10 out of a 10 because they're, like I said, there there were some parts towards the beginning that left me a little bit, uh, you know, unsure about it. But as you know, get past the first episode, it like, kind of sticks with you after you stop yeah. watching it too. Like you'll just be going about your day, and all of a sudden something will pop up and it'll make you think. It's um, it's not one of those shows that like I've I've gone back and you know some of my like a show like Breaking Bad or The Sopranos or something. I've gone back and rewatched. Uh, I, and, and this doesn't seem like one of those shows that like you would probably want to go back and rewatch, but like it, it did, it has stuck with me after it. And like, I could see myself going back and rewatching this. It, it really is that good. Uh, just there, there's not much I've ever seen. That's quite like it. I, I, I don't know if, if there's anything that I could say like, Oh, if you liked this, then you'll like uh, Fleischman is in trouble. It's its own kind of, thing and it, it's definitely worth your time i 8.5 it might that might even be a, bit, a little bit lower. yeah i was uh, thinking that as you're talking about it, i'm like well maybe it should be higher just <laughs> the, the, especially the, the, the there's a, a sadness and a sweetness and just like yeah. a, a, a realness to it that uh is rarely uh captured in in any kind of show these days so be sure to check that out if you haven't if you if you're in the the u.s australia canada Make sure you check that out, and and like we said, it this is coming uh, to uh, the UK soon for Hulu. So February twenty second so, on so UK. D- definitely check that out. Uh, Eight point fives across the board, but uh, maybe even a little bit higher depending on the date. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next time for our next episode. Please take a moment to rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe and tell your friends about our podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at MoreDisneyPlus. Stop by and visit our Facebook page, too. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you later. I'll see you later. Bye.